When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Big concentration on the Duke of Edinburgh Silver Collar because SENZ are sponsoring the 51st running of the great race. And it's only three weeks away. June the 12th is the Group 1 final. And we're only two weeks away from the heats. And over the last week, there has been a series of 600-meter-plus races around New Zealand that just may give us an insight into the dogs that may appear on June the 5th in the heats of the great race over 779 meters, the extreme test in greyhound racing in New Zealand these days. To chat about that in the initial stages of the show is Andy McCook. Good morning, Andy. Good morning, Rosso. Good morning, everybody tuning in for today's show. Going to be uh, going to be a really good show with uh, with that Trans Tasman vibe that you mentioned, which is uh, really good and uh, keen to to sink the teeth into a, a little bit of chat around the collar. But Rosso, I think the the listeners at home need to need to listen and need to know that we had a conversation yesterday, and and you surprised me a bit. You're at home making burgers with your children and. Gee, I had you pegged as a brioche bun man all day long and you were just with the dirty old hamburger buns. That really surprised me. And I, you just went down a notch. You went down a notch. <laughs> I'm sorry about that, Andy. No, I think it might have put you off too because I, I think you've woken up today not feeling uh, all that flash. And it, it may just have been the, the thought of me using the hamburger buns there and um, not washing my hands during the preparation either. But uh, the burgers were fantastic. Look, I am a brioche bun man. Um, cheeky little secret here. It was straight out of the bargain box, mate. So I was just following the recipe. I was just using what they sent us. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not suggesting you blame Nadia Lim, but you know, and um, and we're buying the bottom of the range there. But um, look, the boys had a good time. Got a seventh birthday in the house today, so uh, it's a bit chaotic. I've got to say, Andy. Great news. SENZ on board as the sponsor of the Duke of Edinburgh Silver Collar. That's obviously great for the Auckland Greyhound Racing Club as well. But not only that. Uh, on the day, June the 12th, when the final is, uh, we'll be doing our dog speed show as normal, uh, 11 through to midday. We're both involved in the trackside coverage. But SENZ are having a dog speed special live from Monaco, and they will cover off the Group 1s on the day. Of course, the Duke of Edinburgh Silver Collar partnered on the same day with the Group 1 Waterloo Cup. So between 3 and 4 o'clock in the afternoon, Mark Clayton and Elizabeth Whelan will bring you all of the action from Monaco uh, for Duke of Edinburgh Silver Collar Day. And Andy, that sort of thing just just lifts the race that we love to another level. It certainly does. It's really good to, to be getting coverage like that, isn't it? And, and something that we've just sort of lacked over the last year or two since the uh, the dreaded COVID hit and, and that sort of on-call stuff has just sort of gone by the wayside. But uh, good that we're starting to get a little bit of that back now and we can start to get those stories back across of, of the people on course and, you know, just those goodwill stories that people love to hear and uh, and getting that emotion post-race is always really good when it's raw and uh, and, uh, and really emotional. 
And if people stay listening to SENZ, they will have noticed already, and certainly will over the uh, coming week or two, uh, the opportunity to win an afternoon at the Greyhounds. You'll be very well looked after by the Auckland Greyhound Racing Club, and you can experience the Duke of Edinburgh silver collar uh, at its very best with all of the trimmings and uh, not pay a cent. So uh, another uh, incentive to stay listening here on SENZ. Never mind all of the live sport commentary. We've gotten the sport talk that we have during the day of the interviews as well. And of course, all three racing codes broadly covered on SENZ as well. So it's the SENZ Duke of Edinburgh Silver Collar for the 51st running. At the end of the show, we're going to chat to Aaron White, not only get a winner or two from him for today's races that he's calling out there today at Monaco, uh, first of 13 at 12.44, but Aaron will be calling his first Duke of Edinburgh Silver Collar. And Andy, uh, as we are both commentators, we love calling certain races. The Duke of Edinburgh Silver Collar is one that's only ever been called by two people to date, with Brian Hunt calling the first two, and then Peter Rooley, 49, uh, sorry, 48, including uh, last year's 50th version, and Aaron White will step in this year for a race that I'm sure he will make his own. Oh, 100% he will. You can't beat uh, you can't beat Aaron's enthusiasm, and he, it's good he gets behind the dogs, and he, he loves it, and you can hear it in his voice, and he just enjoys calling them, which is really good. And uh, yeah, it's one of those races, isn't it? The collar, the the collar, the New Zealand Cup, the Auckland Cup, and uh, you know all the other Group Ones that you know we're lucky enough to to get to uh, to make our own Rosal and put our own little spin on things is is always good. But gee, wouldn't it be nice to call a collar one year? Oh, indeed. Hey, maybe we do a tandem call. Anyway, that's for another time, Andy. We've tried that over 660 metres, 779. Maybe we can do a three-way, but uh, yeah, that won't be this year. Um, but uh, look, one dog that Aaron loves, I think, above all others, is No Keeper. And No Keeper is the dog who continues to wow us over 600 and 700 metres for Gary Cleveland and Galen Turnbull. Now, we've talked about him across the last couple of weeks. But we'll talk about some other dogs, Andy, and, and you just get the suspicion that um, maybe uh, some trainers are, are dipping their toes in the water with the number of 600-metre races we've had around the country in the last week. Now, you called one on Friday, and it was won by a dog with freakish speed called Gitan. Stepped up to the 645 metres there at Addington and beat another Fahey runner in Centurion. Now, I'm going to be calling Gitan on Wednesday. It's over 660 metres up here at Palmerston North. So, uh, Andy, what did you make of the 645 metre race there on Friday, in particular Gitan and, and Centurion? Obviously, uh, Gitan was good and, and got the job done and, and did what she had to do. She won it from the front. Just looking at the sectionals, Rosa didn't come across as a greyhound who would run a whole lot further. She's run home in 13.19. Now, given it was a cold day, the track wasn't exactly at its best, and we'd had a bit of rain, a bit of moisture around, so we can we can give her a little bit of uh, a little bit of a lead up for that. But when you're running home in 13.19, you compare that to a dog like No Keeper who'll be running home in sort of 12.60 to 12.70 usually over the the 600 metres. She's a fair way off him and given she's got speed, but so does he. So she's not necessarily going to be bowling along out in front of him either. Makes it a little bit tough. But what we can never do, Rosal, is underestimate Team Fahey. She goes around again on Wednesday, as you say, over another 600-metre journey. And there's obviously the potential 
for her to strengthen up and the Fahis wouldn't be doing what they're doing if they didn't think that she could get over a little bit more ground. So there's got to be some sort of hope there. And Centurion, uh, Rosso, he's a, a greyhound who's always looked like he'd get over more ground from his very first start. He's uh, still got a little bit to learn. He's uh, young in terms of race starts. I think he's just ticked over two years of age in, in terms of his actual age. But he's a, a greyhound who I think we might see a little bit of over these uh, further journeys. And uh, he might add a little bit of excitement late in the piece. And Andy, also coming up uh, with the Fahis on Wednesday is, is Humbling, and Humbling's been going some really solid distance races too. That's 700 where she ran second and behind uh, no keeper in the Kingston Cup on Oaks night was really good for a, a greyhound having her first crack over the 700 metres and it sort of indicated that she'd be competitive uh, at the very least to run into minors behind keeper uh, going through these uh, journeys that are a little bit further so I'm picking she'll be on a collar campaign and she'd be, uh, she wouldn't be the worst at making the final and, uh, and potentially running into the money behind the star stayer. Now, on Wednesday, she's up against uh, Uncle Albert, big-time Harper, Highview Ness, Hezar Lee, and Sweeney Todd. Now, Hezar Lee, um, I'm talking to Gary Fredrickson uh, probably about a week and a half ago now, and they expect uh, him to be there for the Duke of Edinburgh Silver Collar Heats. Of course, they had a finalist last year in fine intention. She won't be there, uh, Gary saying, even if she you know, had come back better in those first couple of runs that she had in this campaign, that they felt that... Uh, at this stage of her career, they they wouldn't tackle the collar anyway this year. Highview Ness won a maiden distance. She finally found the right race. She'd been all her distance races had been a very strong company, but she found a maiden distance race uh, and was too good for them. And Andy, um, Uncle Albert and Sweeney Todd, they're little brothers. They they kind of run all day. Uh, Uncle Albert, I thought was very good the other day. Beat Ali home, uh, running second. And Mark Goodyear had a, a finalist in the Silver Collar three years ago, 2019, big time Chloe, won a heat and paid $76, and she ran fifth in the final behind Dinah Wesleyan and Shooters Hill. And I know that um, you know, Mark would love to be back there, so the prospects that they might press on as well. Aaron, uh, sorry, Aaron's later. Andy, um, on Friday also, we had, we had actually had three Greyhound meetings running simultaneously in New Zealand. It was Pretty good, actually. I, I couldn't get out of the box. It was, it was good fun. But down at Ascot Park, they had a distance race as well. And Craig Roberts had Willene Bale, who won it, Raja Bale third, Delisha Bale fourth. Now, Craig was on last week, talked about pressing on with Raja Bale and Delisha Bale with the possibility of a silver collar. And in second spot was Claus and Leo for Craig's son, Matt Roberts, who, of course, was the runner-up in the collar last year. So that race down there at Southland you know, could potentially see three or four greyhounds heading north for the collar. What did you make of them? Yeah, certainly could. Uh, thought Willene Bale was very good. She was able to get a nice posse and, and roll over the top of them late. Raja, he, he was good as well. It's very hard to win from a wide draw over the 600-metre the journey down at, at Invercargill. It's a very, very short run to the first corner, and you tend to get planted wide, which makes it very hard to win. So I thought his run was good. It was really good, Rosso, to see Claus and Leo find a bit of form again. Of course, he hasn't raced much sort of in the last two or three months. He's been very, very limitedly raced. So it was good to find uh, him, see, I'll see him finding a, a little bit of form and showing a little bit of early speed. He's a greyhound who can, uh, pro you know, I don't think he can test no keeper. Obviously, keeper's just been too good for him over the last six months. But he's a greyhound who'll certainly add a lot of interest and a, a greyhound who's well worthy of going and having a crack and running into the minors. In terms of Raja Bale, I actually found the line reasonably well, I thought, uh, Andy, over the 630 metres. Delisha Bale looked the winner, I thought, coming across the top, just peaked on her run, but I just kind of get the feeling she's probably better on a two-turn track. I think Andy might have just dipped out there, so um, just lost Andy 
uh, at the moment on the line. We'll see if we can't find him back. Um, we're nearly at break time anyway, but uh, yes, Roger Bale, I thought, found the line pretty encouraging from back in the piece there as a seventy favourite. Delicia Bale, three wide coming across the top. I thought loomed as the winner, uh, particularly the way she'd found the line over the 6.45 at Addington prior. But um, as I say, although she appeared to peak on her run, I wouldn't write her off just on that. And look, other uh, races during the week. Uh, Mr. Fahrenheit's won three straight 660 metre races at the Manawa 2. Now, out of Phantom Way, who was a 700 metre bitch, and the Morris is perhaps considering, just thinking on what they might do with Mr. Fahrenheit. And as for the future with him, well, look, they... They, maybe they, maybe maybe they regret not coming down for the Kingston Cup at Christchurch to test him out there. But look, he's going super over the 660 metres. And on Thursday, uh, Shan Maria, who of course is out of Shandell, a winner of the silver collar for uh, Arch and Gloria Lawrence, uh, she held on from Shelley Pom. Shelley Pom is a, uh, a litter sister to um, Claus and Leo, the runner-up last year, and she found the line really well. She'll be there for Sean Codlin, you'd expect. And Arch had Shayanna, Porsche and Little Teagues in that race as well. We'll catch up with Arch Lawrence in the next couple of weeks to talk about his prospects this year. It's a race that he holds very dearly. And last Sunday, um, Karen Walsh won over the 600 with Thrilling Rogue, also out of Corinth Bale, so a younger half-brother to Claus and Leo and Shelley Pom. Papa Kirk was second. He's back to the 527 today. Thrilling Fern was third. Fern goes around again today over 603 metres. Sean Codlin stepping up Thrilling Watson to the 600. So that's going to be an interesting race. Race 10 today, the Steiny Blue distance over the 6.03, named after one of the great stayers, Steiny Blue, who was in the Hall of Fame and a Duke of Edinburgh Silver Collar winner. The SENZ, Duke of Edinburgh Silver Collar, coming up in three weeks on June the 12th. Don't forget that dog speed special live from the track. Three till four o'clock, Mark Clayton and Elizabeth Whelan bringing you all of the Group 1 action on that day, the Silver Collar and the Waterloo Cup. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.